So in life, we really have to accept that, just like you said, we're never going to be stress-free. Right. This side of heaven. I mean, we're going to always be stepping into Mm -hmm. stressful situations or having to do hard things or having to sometimes in days manage more than we think we can, you know, really juggle or manage. I mean, that that is just life sometimes. And we have to accept that. Yes. We have to step into that. Mm -hmm. Hello. Welcome to Episode 4 of the Redeemed Hearts Podcast, where we encourage you to allow God to transform you mentally, emotionally, and relationally by living from your redeemed heart. I'm Michael, the producer of the Redeemed Hearts Podcast. Your hosts, Worley and Danina Kennedy, are licensed professional counselors and are the founders of Redeemed Hearts Ministries. Welcome to Episode 4. In this episode, Worley and Danina will discuss the reality that at times we will all be overwhelmed by life and how creating margin in different areas can help us to combat this problem. Here's Worley and Danina. Hi, we're Danina and Worley Kennedy with Redeemed Hearts Ministries, and today we're going to talk about being overwhelmed and overloaded. Mm-hmm. I think that's that. something most people can relate to, and as we talk today, um, we are talking to ourselves. Yes, we um, are. This is something we have to think about constantly. And as I I think about some of you out there, we may not know all of you personally, but we suspect that you're living very busy lives just like we are. And at times you are probably feeling extremely overwhelmed or overloaded. And I mean, don't you think, Worley, that part of it is just the world we're living in and the modern culture we're living in? No question. It's all at a pace that's just not sustainable. Right. Really, no question. For any of us, it's not sustainable. We see a lot of teenagers, and they're feeling so much stress and pressure because it's not sustainable for them either. Right, right. And that really leaves us all depleted spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally, and relationally. And when we spoke a few weeks ago at a church on mental health, Mm -hmm. and this this is uh, you know a big part of even mental health with. Um, children and teenagers mm-hmm. is um, they're not they're not getting enough sleep. They're mm-hmm. not having downtime. downtime. Right. They're they're never unplugged from right. uh, technology, and so uh, studies are really showing the impact that that's having on mental health issues. So because of this, today we really want to talk about the importance of knowing our limits. Mm -hmm. We really have to know what our limitations are in order for us to live well. And several years ago, I was really in a place struggling with feeling very burnt out. And I read a book called Margins by a medical doctor named uh, Richard Swinson in order to try and figure out how do I manage my stress or how do I live life well here. And what he says is margin is the space between my load Mm. and my limits. And I love that definition. That's just been something Mm -hmm. I can hold on to because it's basically saying margins, you know, the space between my load and my limits. It's what I have to do and what my capacity to do it is. Different seasons I know in our life have brought Mm -hmm. different stressors and different pressures and different losses. And so... I mean, we constantly have to revisit this, and, these and you thoughts know, and principles. Danina, it seemed like there used to be, you use the word seasons of that, and anymore it seems like it's um, constant. Short, they're, yeah. They're Maybe week by week. Right. They're different things, but, you know, there's, there's just always something. 
And just us starting this new ministry uh-huh. and expanding this ministry, we've had to revisit this again. And we've even talked several times about how we've had to adjust to say no to some things we've always been part of, right. say no to some things that are really good things right. or important things. And it's hard to do, mm-hmm. but important. Just so that we aren't trying to live an unsustainable life. I think that's just the mm-hmm. the point here. Are we trying to live a life that is beyond our limits? It's unsustainable. So following the book Margin by Dr. Swinson, he wrote a sequel to that called The Overload Syndrome. And in this book, Dr. Swinson identifies over 20 forms of overload that we face today. And we can't really describe or even mention all of those, but why don't you mention a few of those, Wordly, and then let us know a little bit more about margins. Yeah, so a few examples that he gives of overload are commitment overload, Mm -hmm. expectation overload, media overload, information overload, financial overload, time overload, choice overload, and activity overload, and as I and we could have overloaded you with <laughs> all, all the rest of them, of them but, too. But yeah. I, I I know as I was even saying those, if you're listening, each one of those um, has something within it that we can relate to. Mm-hmm. So all of these things lead to too much stress. They can lead to fatigue, and. From a medical doctor's perspective, um, they could reach the point of affecting health and become health problems. So as Danina mentioned um, a moment ago, margin um, is the space between my load and my limits. And when this gets out of balance, um, I'm overloaded. So you can think about margins as uh, the white space around the edges of a sheet of paper that you've written on or typed on. So you know the the margins. That's what it's referred to. So on a sheet of paper where something has been typed, if there are um, no margins, then the writer, the person who's typing, would face a dilemma that they can't add anything to it. That's it. And for me, during your sermons, I like to draw in the margins. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I like <laughs> and you would you think I wasn't to, paying attention, well, but at least you it was helping me think. At least you don't sleep. That's true. I've got quite a few people who would <laughs> sleep, and at least I would think that you were. Yeah. We digress. <laughs> but with margins um, around that space on a, on a, on a piece of paper, it, it allows for things to be added or corrected or explained. Um, without any any stress on the the writer, so th- that's the example. And living with margins is the opposite of being overloaded. And you and I both know this: that when we are under a lot of stress and we don't have time to spare, um, perhaps we're under financial stress and there's not a lot of extra, then our emotions run higher. We're less patient. We speak more harshly. We don't listen as well. We don't take the time to talk. It affects our ability to be connected. And so, um, you know, in the previous podcast, we talked about, you know, the the problem being within us and within our heart um, and not blaming things on the external things. Um, And and while all that's true, we we have to take in consideration these things that why are we... Why are we doing all these extra things? 
Um, and to settle down into this and to think about this as well as far as what, what are we doing with overload and, and just our margins. Mm-hmm. So in life, we really have to accept that, just like you said, we're never going to be stress-free, Right. this side of heaven. I mean, we're going to always be stepping into mm-hmm. stressful situations right. or having to do hard things or having to sometimes in days manage more than we think we can, you know, really juggle or manage. I mean, that that is just life sometimes. And we have to accept that. Yes. We have to step into that. Mm-hmm. And some people get depressed or just right. live with a lot of anxiety because they don't step into right. it. Right, right. They're, they're always just avoiding it. So right. we know the importance of that. But we also have to be people who, in spite of all of that, we recognize and respect our limitations. And I say it that way because mm-hmm. I think we have to recognize I need to know where my limitation mm-hmm. is. And sometimes I need you to help me mm-hmm. right. know that because I don't even realize I'm pushing too hard. Right. And you may realize mm, she's going right. to crash and I don't want her to crash. Right. Um, so we need each other, but we have to recognize our limitations. But I say also respect our limitations because uh, I might be able to know my limitation, but if I don't respect that I have that, mm-hmm. then I'm going to just keep right. pushing through, and right. that's going to end up, you know, doing harm. So, chronic stress is often tied to marginless living because margins are what gives us that reserve for any of the unanticipated situations or the conversations that might just come. You know, like if somebody calls or. You know, maybe one of our kids need to talk. And if if I have no margin, I mean, we have to say, I'm sorry, I can't talk right now. And sometimes that's all right. But if that's a consistent pattern in my life, then I'm, I'm starting to think about I have no, I, I don't have enough margin. Business professionals, marriages and families without margin, they always have more conflict. And so that that's an important you know, fact for us to think about if you're having a lot of conflict at work, you're having a lot of conflict at home, uh, you know, maybe it's tied to this being overloaded and living beyond your limits. So we want to get a little more specific and talk about the types of margins um, and, and what are some of those that are needed in order to allow space um, for the things that are unexpected in life and relationships. So what are some of the types of margins that, uh, let's let's talk about those. Well, the first one I would mention is that we need to have mental and emotional margins. So emotional energy has to do with how much we have to give from our thoughts and our emotions toward, you know, others. And so we just, we talked about in redeemed hearts and the heart being yes. our thoughts and emotions. So we're really talking yeah. about that part of us right. here. Uh, from our last podcast. But if I have no margin of time to process at all, what I'm thinking or feeling, I'm just go, 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 go. I often will bleed over onto others Mm -hmm. without even realizing it. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll bleed over onto them or I'll do harm to them with Mm -hmm. my, you know, words or my neglect neglect Mm -hmm. just because I don't have time. Um, I, I also am going to have little capacity to really listen, to understand Mm -hmm. another person or care about what's going on even in them. The other thing I would say here is you may also be someone who's maybe in a profession like us where you're entering into the pain and the conflict Mm -hmm. of others 
And so you have to be extra aware of your emotional limits due to the amount of people you're carrying. So we were talking earlier about sometimes in counseling, I mean, I I may be able to see a lot of people Mm -hmm. in a week Mm -hmm. and not be as drained as maybe another week. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm seeing less people, but by the nature of just the, you know, the trauma or the, Mm -hmm. um, you know, cases that are Mm -hmm. are going on there, I may have to be more aware of my limits, Mm -hmm. even emotionally. And then I think another thing is, do you know your own mental limits? Mm -hmm. That's something I have to think. Um, be very aware of because my brain's often on overload. Mm -hmm. So I realize I need to take a break from learning and Mm -hmm. I need to take a break from processing, you know, life or different things. And I just need to do something that's brainless. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever that might be. I mean, I like, you know, I like to do things outdoors and, or I like to bake or, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it it can just be, you know, for me, I'm just going to watch a good movie or something Mm -hmm. that's, just going to be senseless or brainless, mm-hmm. or I'm not going to really be thinking too hard about it. Mm-hmm. But knowing, knowing those limits and figuring out how do I put in some margin for mental and emotional. Yeah. And, you know, if I could just kind of, you know, add something here, and it's a question I have, but it's because I think sometimes emotional, lack of emotional margins speaks of the feeling of various things that are happening with either ourselves or somebody else. Mm -hmm. And it's not, we're not saying to people that you just turn your emotions off. Now, you're talking about taking a break to be able to do that sometimes or have some self-reflection, but but creating a margin there for the emotions can mean, yes, taking a break, but then talking to somebody or helping to, you know, process through those. I think sometimes people don't show care for other people because there's 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 pain or there's, you know, anger or other kind of emotional things can get in the way of that. So one of the things that creating a margin there is going to be well understanding that. Mm-hmm. So um, which, which I think is why I said if if you don't have time to process right. your own right. emotions, what you're thinking and feeling, then you're probably just going to, you know, react. You're probably just going right. to bleed over on others. You're right. going to feel stressed emotionally all the time right. because you're you're never settling down, um, you know, into right what's really and that what's is, really going on and and sometimes people who are depressed or anxious just by coming to talk to us as a counselor feel better right. yes simply because they're settling down right. for an hour into that yeah and so i think that's what we're and saying having somebody help them process yes yeah, so. you, you know so if you can't process it on your own yes then then you know find somebody a friend, a pastor, a counselor that helps you because otherwise... And journaling you, helps a lot of people here to just and certainly external, praying. externalize it and you know praying to God and being honest like David is in the Psalms saying, I mean, you know, this is where I'm at. This is how I feel. So, so developing an emotional margin that's also tied to, to your thinking isn't just taking a break. Now, it can be especially in taking a break, if you can kind of process through, well, I reacted that way because, you know, I, I, I can't even think straight. I don't have mm-hmm. time. 
But in taking a break, if it still doesn't help just by taking a break, then we're saying, well, think about it and get somebody else to help you if you need be. And the break, I mean, the break is purposeful. Yes. That's, to be that's the point. And part, part of your life. Right. Right. It's not. It's not a, living above all of this all the time. Or just waiting until things explode. Mm-hmm. So. Or, or get better because, I mean, buried emotions don't die. So that's mental, emotional margins. Um, another one is physical margins. And this has to do with our physical health. Very conscious culture today, often, of physical health. So this may or may not be uh, applicable. But, um, but if it is, then hear this, that um, the resources for us to be in good shape come from diet, exercise, and sleep. And when we're drained of our physical energy, uh, it's usually tied to a deficit in any of these areas. Now, it could also be an illness that, that occurs, and certainly that's something all of its own, um, but it's important to be able to have the physical energy to have that margin. And so you're going to be intentional to pay attention. So for me, it means, um, you know, several times a week I'm riding a bike, you know, a stationary bike. And and in doing so, I'm actually increasing, you know, the capacity I, I have physically, you know, and for you, it's something else. And for anybody else, it's something else. It's also, you know, become important to us to be more careful with what we eat, things like, like, uh, you know, what we take in. So physical margins um, is another area. And this is where, I mean, a lot of parents of teens will recommend that when you shut your kid's phone Mm -hmm. off, I mean, we did with our kids, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, straight through Verizon, we, we had, you know, a phone shut off. Right, at, about 10 or Yeah, on a weeknight it was. it was one time, and on a weekend it was another right. time, so that we were helping create a margin for our kids who right. would not do it for themselves. And, and had to be able so they could sleep. Yes, because we, I mean, we've had enough experience counseling yeah. teenagers to see that sleep deprivation yes. leads to a it's lot huge. of issues. It does for me. Yes. So if I'm going to have be up late or I, I'm more likely to get up very early. If I do that a couple of two, three mornings, I know I cannot do that. I've I've got to go to bed early. Right. Uh, so it's just knowing your own, this is what we're saying, knowing your own limitations and then accommodating that, working to set that margin. And we tend to think we're invincible and keep And you going. know what, Danina, some of this for us has come with age. When we were younger, we didn't need as much, perhaps. But I think it takes a toll. So we're not just talking to, you know, people who are our age in their 50s, but, you know, somebody who starts when they're in their 20s I wish, and 30s. Yeah, and, I wish I'd read this book in my 20s right. and I had been thinking right. like this. It will, it will catch it up. It does catch you. up, yes. Yeah. So the next margin we want to talk about is having time margins. We we need to all have uh, time margins. This is what allows us to be efficient. It allows us to be you know most effective with people. It allows us to be 
efficient and effective also with the responsibilities in our lives. So those without margins uh, often overbook their life. Mm -hmm. And so they never have time for that little unexpected Mm -hmm. thing or that unexpected conversation or, you know, maybe running late and there being traffic or, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe your child needing that little extra attention Mm -hmm. in the morning, uh, you know, before school. If if we don't create some kind of time margin, we're going to be stressed and it's going to impact us there. I think people with time margins are people who learn to say no to good things. It always is this case. You have to say no to good things. Uh, In order to not overschedule life where they don't have any time for their own self-care, you know, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and relationally, Mm -hmm. it's easy. I know when you're parenting young kids, uh, you know, sometimes you have to sacrifice something financially so you can pay for a babysitter. Mm -hmm. And other times, so you're creating some time a margin, right, for Mm -hmm. your spouse or for your marriage. Mm -hmm. But it's it's just taking the time to think through this. I, I know a lot of what Swenson will talk about, even in the overload, sin, overload syndrome, is to make time to rest separate from technology. Mm-hmm. We tend to think, oh, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to rest. Well, I'm going to scroll Facebook. I'm going to be on mm-hmm. Snapchat. I'm going to you know, play a game. I'm a, but it's not ever letting our brain... Right, our brain keeps stays stimulated. Right, rest. And there's, there's a lot that could be a whole other podcast mm-hmm. um, about what studies are shown as far as the impact of not ever unplugging and just providing time to breathe and be still and be quiet and be present, mm-hmm. fully 100% present with you know, God or with people. And, you know, we talked about, you know, that in our culture today um, that we've noticed that it's more p- intense. People are living with less margins and in this area of technology you know, one of the things I think is that used to provide some, you know, downtime for us is when we would drive from one place to another, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and you you didn't have a phone, mm-hmm. so you weren't talking on the phone. Um, I just think even today about those who text while they're driving. I mean, what is it that has to happen? Why do, why do we have to do that? Well, it keeps us hyped up, and even, and that's dangerous. But there's no, that was a downtime. Mm-hmm. So there was minutes through every day where you, you know, unless you had screaming kids in the car, <laughs> which was true, yeah. but, but you, you had a little bit of downtime. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, when you, you know, you first got home after work, instead of quickly scrolling through the phone or whatever, which we're all prone to do, there was just a built-in downtime. So technology, while it has helped us in so many ways, you know, you and I are big with the technology we use, Mm -hmm. it's got to be, you know, managed. Well, it eats time. So I think in a sense, you have to have a technology margin. Yeah. (laughs) You know, really, uh, when you're thinking. But it kind of fits here with time. But because it's really a time eater. Mm -hmm. And I think the other thing here is, is learning to rest in order to work rather than work in order to rest. Mm-hmm. And I say it that way because mm-hmm. as a you know newlywed, one of the things that I would do is I just thought, well, if I can just get everything done, the house perfect, get the meals cooked, get the kids taken care of, or you know whatever work I'm doing or involved here or there, then I'll rest. Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, that's such a lie because mm-hmm. you're never done. Mm-hmm. And we know from being in ministry mm-hmm. and the type of work we're mm-hmm. in, we're never done. So if mm-hmm. I, I really had to change how I thought about mm-hmm. that as far as time uh, and mm-hmm. having that time margin is I just had to make the time mm-hmm. for rest instead of be mm-hmm. trying to always create time to rest. And you're saying this in seeing it that way. You, so so when you make the time so you rest, mm-hmm. that actually helps you in all that time that you're working. Yes. As I'm actually more productive. Go, 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 go. And crash. And yeah. never be done. Yeah. And, and then when you actually do crash or rest, it's mm-hmm. not the same. So. And we don't have time today to go into it, but I mean, God's word has created the Sabbath yep. for us. Yep. He's, you know, God got to the end of every day right. and was able to say it's good. Right. You know, I, I, I've got to be able to do that as well and trust him for what's been accomplished in that day and what hasn't been. So what's the next one? Well, so we've, we've done mental, emotional, we've done physical, we've done time. And the next one is, is financial. And this is... Um, you know, really pretty straightforward and self-explanatory, but it's it's that to have financial margins means we don't live beyond our means. It requires the ability to say to no to many good things and to be disciplined with one's desires, to be wise with one's spending habits, to expect the unexpected, to give to God first, to have a budget, work within it, to save where possible. And so I dare say most People are like us. They've learned many of these things, you know, uh, through through the hard way, mm-hmm. just through living life and learning these things. But they're true things. And so, I mean, you know, Dave, but it's really hard in today's culture. I mean, there's so much pressure to, you know, obtain yes. more yes. to provide a certain lifestyle for your children. Yes. Uh, I, I mean, there, there's a lot of pressure that, well, I, I, I mean, I certainly didn't feel growing up as a kid. Well, and it's expensive. I mean, Yes, everything's much more expensive. More expensive, and, and you have, you know... More options. And, and, and so, you, you know, when you have dual incomes in a household, that helps with that. But there's a, you know, the, what if one gets sick or you've got, you know, kids or other things, then all of a sudden you're in the same place. And, and you're struggling. And so while we would never say the reason that a person might be struggling here um, is, you know, always because of your mismanagement, um, because there are crises that happen and things that happen that cause people to be in the financial stressors they are, mm. but could a part of it be helped by being intentional with you know, having a budget and keeping up with it and not, you know, spending more or having a plan to get out of debt if, you know, that's part of what's creating it. So, again, financial margins is an important area that I think we need to look at as well. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing that we want to talk about is just spiritual margins. And this is because we see people every week who are weary and worn out and living without margin, living beyond their limits in one area or another, and because we're these people. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is us. Right. And I, I think, well, why are we worn out? I mean, why why are we living so weary? And part of it is because we're not God. 
Mm-hmm. We are sinful mm-hmm. people, like you said earlier. We're living in this mm-hmm. human body where the outer man's decaying day by day. And Psalm forty seventeen says, As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord takes thought for me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, oh my God. And I, I think about that, that we're we're partly weary and worn out because we're poor and needy. I mean, we we don't have what it's going to take to, you know, do this day, to mm-hmm. record this podcast, to, mm-hmm. I mean, whatever it might be, apart from God. Mm-hmm. We don't even have the capacity to recognize our own limitations or have the courage to live different. You know, the illustration the scriptures use is in that God calls us his sheep. And anybody who's had sheep or knows much about sheep, sheep need their shepherd for everything. Mm-hmm. They, they're not very smart. And they get themselves into situations that they, mm-hmm. that you would think they would learn from and not do again. I mean, that's who we are. So this shepherd who we have in Christ is greatly needed. Mm-hmm. And this is why a spiritual margin is is critical, which I, what I mean by that is that it's time that is set aside where I'm going to turn toward my only true source of, you know, strength and help and hope. And I've thought about this as we were doing this podcast because this last weekend Mm -hmm. I was just at a, a conference for women in ministry that was hosted by Christine Kane. And uh, she was speaking from Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. You yeah, want to so, read that? Yeah, so let me read that. Come to me, all who are labor and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And, of course, that's the Lord Jesus talking. Mm-hmm. And... Christine Kane made the point that one of the very first things to go when we are busy and overwhelmed and weary is we stop coming. She just really settled in on the, the very word first word, come. Mm-hmm. And I know when I have studied that before that, that that actually, that word has a real intensity to it in the original language. It really means come now. Like there's a there's an urgency to that. One of the things she said is even those in ministry may be doing things for Christ, but not in Christ and not through Christ. Mm-hmm. Because we're we're coming in order to be able to, you know, lead people. We're mm-hmm. coming in order to be able to teach people. We're coming in order to be able to counsel people or to give to people, but we're not coming um, for ourselves. And We'll always be overloaded and overwhelmed when we stop coming to the one who says in this verse, he says, learn from me. And he even says, I'm gentle and lowly in heart. I'm a gentle and humble teacher. And when I I look at the scripture, I think he's saying this. He's saying, accept your limitations. This load's going to be way too heavy for you. So take my yoke upon you. Because my yoke is going to be easy and my burden is going to be light. And this illustration of the yoke does not indicate the absence of work. I mean, when you think about oxen being in a yoke, they're working Mm -hmm. and it's hard work. Um, So it's not really the absence of work, but it's rather an illustration of a burden that's lifted because it's not all up to me and it's not all about me. That is really good. 
And I think we both agree that this spiritual margin, this finding rest in Christ, going to, you know, our shepherd, the one who carries the yoke, is foundational, important with all these others. Because I, as we're talking, I can imagine that for some hearing this would think, well, that, and it would feel like a lot of pressure. Let's say your financial margins are you don't have any in your strap. You have or, no option to really or, have a different margin. Or even margin. time. You just think, well, I, you know, I've got, you know, a number of kids or, you know, we're, we're already committed mm-hmm. in various areas. Um, yeah, we've had times that we've oh, been yeah. like, there's not really anything we can say no to right, right. now. So we're going to have to be different in this. And our dependence is going to have to be so we would Greater. say we would say of all of these areas, um, really focus on this one. Let this one, the spiritual one, be the one that helps you as you pray through and you talk to the Lord about and you think through uh, how you can create margins in these other areas as well. And Christine Kane said, if you're crushed where you should be flourishing, uh-huh. something's wrong. Mm. And what's wrong has to do with, I mean, coming, the, coming mm-hmm. with this yoke and not just coming, but taking. I think that's the other verb mm-hmm. here. There are three verbs in this, you know, scripture here for me when mm-hmm. I read it, I think about it, it says mm-hmm. to come and, um, you know, it says to learn and it says to take. Mm-hmm. And that's so great. if we're not, if we're not doing those three mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. we're going to always be living an unsustainable life. Yeah, that's good. So. Yeah, so Dr. Richard Swenson, once again, um, quoting him again, says that sustainability is the key issue. And he says, we can operate in a state of overload, but ultimately it catches up with us. To be a, and for, for it to be around for the long haul. No, for us to be around for the oh, long haul. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So I'm, I'm actually reading this quote. And, <laughs> misread that. For us to be around for the long haul, to have healthy relationships and some sanity left at the end of the journey, we need to rediscover a sense of margins and then through that live boldly, humbly, and wisely with the limits that God has designed. So if you want to learn more or think more about this, we encourage you to go check out Dr. Swenson's book on margin or the overload syndrome. Have a good week. Thank you for joining Worley and Danina today on Redeemed Hearts Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and are looking for more content from Worley and Danina, you can check out more podcast episodes and read their blog posts at redeemedheartsministries.com. I want to remind you that Worley and Danina are still giving away a free marriage assessment tool that you can use to see where you and your spouse rate in different areas of intimacy. We recommend that you listen to episodes one, two, and three of the podcast before completing the assessment. You can find the link to this marriage assessment on the homepage of redeemedheartsministries.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please rate, subscribe, and share the Redeemed Hearts podcast on social media. And please feel free to reach out and contact us through the Redeemed Hearts Ministries website as well. God bless.